The Federal American Grill brings you the wow factor. If you're into incredible food, drinks, and experiences that can be enjoyed around Houston and beyond, hosted by Matt Bryce and Bill Knappick, presented by the Federal American Grill, this is the wow factor. Here's Matt and Bill. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Wow Factor. I am your host, Bill Nampik. And today we have a special start off and a special guest to get things rolling here on Wow Factor. I think it's number nine right now. We have Jenna Jackson. You have heard about Jenna throughout all the Wow Factor show shows so far. But I think this is the first time we get to talk to Jenna Jackson with PR Creative. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. Well, it's exciting because there are so many things. The Federal American Grill is such an awesome restaurant in all its locations. And we've talked to people, of course, the owner, Matt Bryce, many times and some of the things that he's interested in and how he makes the company grow and, and the associates. But you have a very special role. In fact, going back, just a side note, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't have this show. And in addition, meeting you, I met you at the Federal American Grill, I guess, years ago. So let's tell people what you do. I know. I feel like it was forever ago, Bill. It's been so fun since then, though. So I have a company called P&R Creative, and we really do storytelling for any type of business, um, you know, any audience. We really try to help companies connect with their audience. We do social media, marketing, um, PR, just kind of any way that helps you connect. That's what we do. My history is in television, so I love telling amazing stories. And that's right. As you are in your role, as you're helping the Federal American Grill, give us an idea, some of a little bit of the mechanics of what you're doing with the grill, because what you do is with everyone else. A lot of what you do is one of the main components that make the restaurant so successful. Well, it's super fun. That's for sure. With Federal Grill, um, I mean, this company is so incredible and, you know, family run and owned. They're growing, which means every day is different. They have uh, four about to be five Houston area locations. And then we have one more in Scottsdale, Arizona. So, you know, we we put together all the materials for them. Um, Valentine's Day, which we're going to talk about in a second. We put together those menus, the um, collateral that you see when you go to the restaurants help get social media content, you know, videos of amazing food, amazing drinks, the incredible team that work at all these locations. So really just kind of trying to showcase out what Federal Grill does so well. They're in incredible hospitality, food, drinks, environment, all of it. You said a word there along the way, Jenna, and that word is fun. And one of the <laughs> things, I, hey, it's okay yes. to have, can we have a little fun every now and then? <laughs> I mean, come on, Bill. We always have fun. Well, in as we are joking a little bit about it, the fact is, as it relates to company culture, I think when we get enjoyment and have fun, whatever our profession is, we're going to do better. And that's part of the culture Matt has put into the to the whole chemistry. But we're going to do better when we're having fun and feeling fulfilled and serving others to boot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Matt 
and Jen Bryce are so amazing. Anyone who's met them, you know, knows them, knows that they really care about their people, their employees first and their guests second and their communities. And so they are very focused on culture in the restaurants, in the home office. You know, they that that is their biggest, biggest um, priority and focus, I would say. And fun is a huge part of that. I mean, what's more fun than, you know, being able to give someone an hour and a half vacation when they come into your restaurant? I think that's what everything is based on for Federal Grill, and they've done a really good job doing that. That's right. We talk about that one and a half hour vacation. Right. I'm ready for it right now. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Almost every show. But, hey, you said one one of the other things, and that is Valentine's Day. Guess what? That's right around the corner, right? And the grill is doing special things there. Let's talk about that. It is right around the corner. So if you don't have reservations yet, you better get on it because I know we have a lot of amazing restaurants in Houston, but they are filling up. Federal does a really special thing for Valentine's, a three-course menu with your favorites on there. Examples, I'm looking at the menu right now, a mini crab cake Mm. or a salad or soup to start. For the second course, there's salmon, shellfish trio, braised short rib, filet mignon. And then, of course, you can't skip dessert on Valentine's Day, a mini butter cake or molten lava cake. So it's pretty amazing. It's lunch and dinner on the 14th, February 14th, which will be here in, you know, five minutes, I feel like. And it's $75 a person. So it's happening in all of our locations. Um, So, you know, I'm hoping I know I know where we'll be, Bill. separately or together for valentine's day (laughs) well i don't know what table i'll be at but i'll wave at you there on on valentine's day and quite frankly when the show is broadcast at the time of broadcast it is a count it is a valentine's day countdown i think there's as as it's on sunday well we're getting down to maybe right about 14 or so or 15 days so it is a countdown. Within a couple weeks, for sure. So get your reservations now. It's going to be fun, amazing atmosphere. It'll be all decorated for Valentine's, so it'll be a great date night. And that's one of the things that Federal American Grill, all the locations, whether it's Valentine's Day or not, just the environment helps enhance that one and a half hour or Hey, some people stay two hours. Who knows? Listen, in Valentine's <laughs> it Day, it might be a longer vacation, but. <laughs> that is a good point. No doubt about it. Well, what are some of the other things, Jenna, that are going on? So we have a pretty amazing whiskey dinner uh, coming up in March. So that will be our next big event after Valentine's. It's March 19th and 20th. The whiskey dinner is going to feature, it's called Still Austin. It's a great whiskey group out of Austin, Texas. Uh, Very cool, very cool people. Delicious whiskey. And it's going to be accompanied by a four-course menu. So four-course gourmet menu with pairings. I can't think of anything better. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, And that is, I believe, $135 a person, which is really a deal considering what you're getting there. I always want to go to these and I try to make them every time. 
And of course, reminding people all the locations right here in Houston, these activities are synchronized so you can enjoy the dinner at one and the other as well, right? That's right. Our whiskey dinners are always two of our locations. Uh, let me just I'm, want to remind myself which ones those are for this round. Yeah, these. OK, so these whiskey dinners, the 19th of March will be a Tuesday at our Katie location. And then the 20th, the very next night, is a Wednesday at our Shepherd location. Mm-hmm. So both really beautiful, very different vibe. If you love it on Tuesday, you can just book it again for Wednesday. That's right. You know, I do that sometimes with certain <laughs> events. If I like Can't it. Get enough. <laughs> right. Well, if you like a movie, you like a song, what happens? Will you play it again and sometimes even again? So I think that's a good exactly. thing to do. Yeah, those whiskey dinners, if you haven't experienced one yet, they're really fun. They're very cool. There's always someone from the brand there, you know, telling you about how they specifically distill their whiskey, how they got started. So it's a little storytelling mixed with whiskey and an amazing four-course meal. We're talking with Jenna Jackson. Her company is called P&R Creative. She is helping the Federal American Grill for the last several years tell their story and no doubt a super ingredient to the success of the Federal American Grill. And Jenna, let me say something if I can, and that is getting to know you and you just breezed by it. But I do want to say you have a broadcasting background And it's not just a broadcasting background. It's a real broadcasting background, right? Like you've been with a major network for many years. So let's just tell a tiny bit of your story because people, I think, will love to hear it. Sure. I mean, I am not a broadcast pro like you, Bill, which you know, because we've done many a radio show together at this point. You are much better at it than me. But I um, have spent a career being behind the scenes in broadcasting For the most part, I produced full-time for 48 Hours, the crime show at CBS News, for 15 years. Um, And then I still work with them quite a bit. They are one of our clients. So that, that sort of specialty is my crime passion. But, you know, also amazing stories to tell. So it's been really fun. And that's pretty big. And you know what, Jen, if I were on the crime show being interviewed and they said, did you do it? I'd say, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. <laughs> exactly. Well, you would they, never do it. Is that what they all I, say? I used to tell people, like, you know, I don't know that you necessarily want me to call you for 48 hours because <laughs> it means either you're a suspect or something incredibly bad has happened near near you, you know, so. Well. But I've met some amazing, courageous people over the years, and it's been a really cool thing to do. You really have, and the experience is helping all the endeavors of your company, P&R Creative. By the way, let's tell people the website of your company. Sure. It's PRCreativeGroup.com. PRCreativeGroup.com. And, of course, the Federal American Grill. People, in case they already forgot the menu, they can go to the Federal Grill. Com, right? Exactly. And get menu locations, make reservations, sign up for our email events to get early access to these kinds of cool events. So, yes, you can find everything on thefederalgrill.com. And we can't stress enough, make the reservation right now. And before we close our opening segment, we have great stuff here on the show today, Jenna. As you know, before we close this first segment, what else should we know? 
you know, just make your Valentine's reservations and come visit us. If you haven't been to a federal grill, you are missing out. We literally see reviews every day of people who are trying it for the first time and just can't believe that they didn't know about it. So come visit us now for about to be five locations in the Houston area. And that's right. I tell Matt all the time that and remind him he already knows, but in the real estate world, we keep track. There are thousands and thousands of people coming here every month. So as you said, some people are just walking through the doors and enjoying the Federal American Grill for the first time. So welcome to Houston if, if you're one of those people. And you it's are a good welcome. It's a good way to get to know Houston. I'll tell you that. It really is. And you are listening to Wow Factor here with Jenna Jackson and me, Bill Nampick. We're going to take a short break and come right back. Stay with us, please. What's your favorite subject? Food, drinks, restaurants, Houston happenings? Well, then tune in every Sunday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on 950 KPRC or streaming on KPRC on the iHeartRadio app. Wow Factor is brought to you by Matt Bryce, founder of Federal American Grill and hosted by Bill Nappick. And here we are on location with President Marty Langton. He is the president of the Firefighters Local 341. I'm with Elizabeth Stein. She's with Houston Bravest, Bravest, another firefighters organization, and Laura Stein. So, everybody, here we are. Isn't it awesome? Marty, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for traveling. I think we call it the traveling show (laughs) over to our headquarters. So, thank you very much. Pleasure you guys are, are here uh, joining us, and thanks for having me on. Well, we Happy are, New Year. And we're here, and also, as the listeners listen, they could kind of be here with us, too. Right, Elizabeth? Right. That's right. We love our listeners. We love to update them on what's going on with the firefighters. And that's what we're doing here today. Marty, first of all, let's tell people your role here in Houston, Texas, as president of Local 341. Well, you know, we have the third largest municipal fire department in the nation, and uh, the basically the way you uh, – easiest way to say this is that um, we have nearly 4,000 firefighters in Houston, and they elect a president to represent them to deal with their wages, uh, benefits, and working conditions. But also, on another front, uh, we serve as the charitable arm of the uh, firefighters. And so that's where uh, Elizabeth and Laura come in, and that's where our charitable foundation comes in, because we serve, and our mission is to serve the men and women out there protecting the citizens of Houston. So we also have many other roles that we play. And so basically, we serve to represent the men and women in the field. And I want to just back up to the the number that you said, Marty. Let's, let's embellish that, and that is 4,000 firefighters in Houston, Texas? Well, there, we can get into that a little bit later. We should have about 4,300, but unfortunately, we're about 500 firefighters short currently. But yes, uh, we, we should have uh, approximately around 4,000 uh, firefighters in Houston serving, and that's 650 square miles. I mean, we're running nearly half a million calls a year. And first of all, for those that are listening, any firefighter, policeman, any military serving or have served, we thank you so much for your service. We could not have a country, a city, without the work that each and every one of you are doing and have done. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. So, Marty, it's a new year. It's a new mayor. We are off to the races. So give us some updates on how your hard work has come to fruition, the city has elected a great guy and how's it going to change well i think uh first of all it is it is a great day and it's a it's a great new year and the word i keep using over and over again is hopeful 
Uh, hope is something that many people talk about, but when you have a leader now in John Whitmire, who's the mayor of the city of Houston, the fourth largest city, um, it is leadership through action. And Mayor Whitmire, I believe, will be known and his legacy will be, he's gonna be a mayor for the people. Uh, and also what is important to the men and women is that you have somebody that says what they mean and means what they say. It's very easy in life uh, to promise things is very easy in life to tell people things uh, sometimes for some it's very difficult for them to actually follow through and what we've seen in mayor whitmire now uh, and he's only been in office just a few weeks was the very first meeting he had was uh, to drop the attacks against the firefighters that the last administration carried for seven years so we are hopeful uh, that we have a mayor now that respects the men and women that has shown in the first five minutes of our meeting ordered the city attorney to drop all of the lawsuits against us and the attacks on our families. And so that is leadership in action. And we are confident that working with Mayor Whitmire, uh, that we are going to get a resolution to this long seven year stalemate that the last administration waged a war against us. A war that nobody, by the way, thought was a smart one, both locally, statewide, or nationally. Uh, it was just one person's ego uh, against people who go out there selflessly every day and put their lives on the line. I think, and I think those actions impacted the relationship between Houston Fire Department, Houston Police Department, and it already feels different. It, it already feels like there's gonna be this relationship built that that's one of his concerns as well about HPD. And I think that that in itself, the people of Houston are hearing and all of a sudden realize, wow, it's going to really be about us and the people and the quality of life for firefighters and the quality of life for all the people working in these difficult jobs. You know, it's, you know it, it shouldn't be difficult to have a leader that leads from the front. But unfortunately, uh, we have had past uh, leaders in all forms of politics that like to just say things but don't actually know what it means to affect positive change. And so one of the things that we need is transformative leadership. One of the things that we need is somebody that is going to uh, take care of public safety. And that is, of course, inclusive of fire, EMS, and police, and also the infrastructure of the city of Houston that go to the taxpayers. I mean, the, the taxpayers should expect that city services, uh, the basic city services are provided and provided well. And so one of the things that I know about uh, Senator now Mayor John Whitmire, uh, for 50 years, he is a uh, action-oriented, uh, he is a results-oriented person. If he says he wants something done, he expects it to be done. And we need to have people in positions of leadership that are leading this way, that are showing. And so we're excited about the collaborative effort that we are uh, having with this mayor and that we are going to move on and try to uh, not only rebuild what the last administration uh, tore down, but to have a world-class fire department that is the Houston Fire Department. Well, he's got some hefty goals, and and his time frame is. I mean, he's he's serious. He's putting it out there. Is it is it doable? Is the two months or so that he? I know. I mean, he obviously got right on it the first day in office. But are are do you see it in terms of communicating with the firefighters? Um, that he's going to be able to pull it together and get it done in a timely manner. I, we're hearing a lot in the news about needing a settlement bond. And is that, um, and I'm not up on settlement bonds, but do, does that push uh, a, a resolution out further? 
or is it just mean he now is has on the table a tool that he's well, I, I think um, the first answer is yes, we can get this done. Uh, I've said for seven years, it takes probably about five minutes for rational, objective people to sit in a room and realize, number one, you have to acknowledge that there's a problem. He's done that. Number two, you have to stop attacking uh, brave men and women of the Houston Fire Department. He's done that. Uh, and the third is he has ordered the city attorney, just as I have instructed our attorney, uh, to get us a resolution framework uh, to resolve all issues, your past liability and also the contract moving forward. Uh, the citizens of Houston have voted, have weighed in. Uh, the legislature has voted and weighed in. The Texas Supreme Court has voted and weighed in. It's time to get this resolved. And so I don't think that that's an unreasonable time frame. Uh, I can tell you that from the first meeting we had, uh, the instruction was for them to meet as often as they need to uh, every day, and they have been. Wow. And so I'm quite confident that uh, we are working through what the last administration, uh, you know, jumbled up pretty good. Mm -hmm. And so you have to you have to untie those things as a procedural matter, which is what's happening. And that's all things that uh, that we can get done, and we are getting done. And so I expect to see a resolution. And remember. One of the biggest things is that what the firefighters have been through for the past seven years, there's a backstop, you know, and that is, number one, the mayor in last year was the senator, passed a binding arbitration bill, unanimous in the Senate, near unanimous in the House, and the governor signed it early. Uh, and that was to ensure Houston firefighters never had to go through this again. So we have a trial date coming up in March uh, to resolve the past issues if we don't get this done. But we um, firm belief that we're going to get a resolution to all issues. And we look forward to working with them. We've got to get this done. There is no other choice. There is no other avenue. And Mayor Whitmire is the right person to get this done. Well, then the morale ought to be up. And also, as we're starting on this good note with this administration, it can only get better. And I think it's very exciting as a resident of Houston, Texas, to know that firefighters and, and the things all the all the things that you do are so important for each and every citizen that's here right now in Houston and of course Marty as we all know so many people have moved here in these last yeah. couple of years it's amazing so I think it's very hopeful but let, let's back up just a bit as people think about firefighters and I'm, I'm speaking for myself the first thing I think about is putting out fires right However, there's so much more to the job. Let's let's round out the profile of what all a Houston firefighter does to help as, as we're paying taxes to, to help the city and to help each and every one of us in times of those emergencies. You know, that's a great point and something that um, that was actually the catalyst when we were building our charitable foundation, the messaging that that I took to the leaders and civic club members and people that are uh, in the community supporting uh, those out there doing great work. Uh, much like Elizabeth Stein and Laura, which was you have to educate people about things that, that may, they may not know. So, you know, 60 years ago, the fire service mainly was about you had uh, fires and there was a lot of them. And there's still a lot of them today. In fact, over the holidays, uh, over the freeze, um, we had multiple fire fatalities and we're having multiple uh, alarm fires every single day in Houston. So fires are not down. In fact, they're up. Uh, but that was what they focused on. And then over the years, um, they started to do paramedicine, which is basically what an ER doctor can do uh, in effect in a, in a life-threatening emergency they can do in the field. Start IVs, put uh, tubes down their throat, 
give them cardiac medicine, defibrillate them. Uh, and so we now took that under the fire department, um, you know, 60, 50 years ago. And then as we continued to evolve, you started to see hazardous materials, hazmat start to be a huge issue within the transportation issues. So hazmat is now part of what Houston firefighters do. So now you have fire, you have EMS, you have hazmat. We now have all of the heavy rescue, the critically trained first responders that go to uh, answer any incident. If it's a technical rescue, if it's a high angle rescue, we now handle all of those. So you have that on the Houston Fire Department. You have aircraft rescue firefighting. You have life safety inspectors who are out there to ensure that the building codes are being followed, uh, who have the jurisdictional authority under the state. So, and then you have arson investigators who also are police officers who are investigating the crimes as it relates to uh, anything incendiary. And so you have all of these different, and not to mention, I, I don't wanna forget this, we have a, an entire division of Office of Emergency Communications that are your 911 lifeline that are uh, dispatching and talking to the people that need the help. And the call volume that we're running is nearly double than what it was in 2010. And we're doing with 500 fewer firefighter paramedics and all the people that I just mentioned. So with basically at the end of the day, what a citizen uh, uh, has to remember is that when you don't know who's gonna fix it or who's gonna get you out, it's gonna be the fire department. If you're having a heart attack, a stroke, you're a pin in, you're in a car wreck, uh, you need rescue, you need a fire, uh, there's a hazardous material leak, uh, it's the Houston Fire Department that responds. You mentioned hazardous materials. One of the things I think about is we hear about fires that are a result of batteries. I ha have an electric bike. I have a, an electric scooter, and I'm very mindful. I do not charge those things because I hear about fires, especially in New York City, where you have a, a, lot, a lot of yeah. delivery people running these electric bikes. So I love my electric bike, but I do not <laughs> charge it without me being there. That's probably a good thing, right? You know, just like when, when uh, as things change and evolve over the years and kind of the thing that I just mentioned with the fire department, um, we're seeing new technology bring new innovations and different things, but also creates a different hazard. And so when people talk about when you uh, a car was on fire 30 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, it was all gasoline based. Uh, you know, you were concerned that the, the, the gas tank was going to explode and, and the, the thermal uh, the, the heat related injuries to the firefighters, so we have protection. Uh, now you're talking about electric fires, which are vastly different, which is why also you have different fire extinguishers. If you read on there, they have type A, B, C, D. Those are different hazards in different ways that fires need to be put out with different chemicals because the way you put out a gas fire is not the same way you put out a, an electrical fire. And electrical fires bring a completely different dynamic mm. and hazard to the fire service and that we're having to train and work on and adapt to those changes right now. Pretty scary stuff. They need to be careful, right? Yep. Well, they do. And it's a lot of it's about education and, and just like the electric vehicles or the bike, you know, we have been told for years, don't turn your dryer on and leave your dryer on and walk away because the filter catches on fire, et cetera, et cetera. So part of it's we have to re-educate everyone. But over those years, since I've known you, you you've worked so hard, um, I mean, so hard trying to bring everything back online and bring the, your brothers and sisters work situation back up and help them with new equipment. And so it's become it's just blown up. So starting, obviously, the Charitable Foundation, but starting the gala, bringing Laura on board. And um, now we're making 
all kinds of purchases that benefit. And you, you made a comment about arson and their actual police officers. And to that, maybe it might be a good moment to you could talk about some of the things that go on with charitable. Yeah. yeah. And before she talks about that, oh, I will yeah. say a plug to say that uh, the two best investments we made of the two ladies sitting right here. Oh. So uh, Laura and Elizabeth, uh, you. You, the credit goes to you all for yeah. the hard work that you all have done. So uh, I'll turn it over to Laura. Okay. And as, as we do that, I want to be, remind people we are with Marty Langton, Elizabeth Stein, Laura Stein at the office, the local 341. And Marty is the president of the 341 Firefighters Union. So, Laura, let's tell people your role with the Houston Firefighters. Well, I'm the development director of the Charitable Foundation. So, in January, I've been here five years. Um, Okay. Congratulations. This is where we do the the button with the clappy thing. (laughs) The fake clap button. Yes, I've been here five years, and we've we've really grown. We've done a lot. We've gotten a lot completed. We have a lot on our plates to, to get done more things, and try and get our name out there a little bit more. I mean, most firefighters actually don't know we're here, which is very interesting, but there are a substantial amount that do and do utilize us. And um, we do everything from trying to help get things fixed in the station to getting large pieces of equipment out to them. Um, Small things like a chainsaw, large things like forcible entry doors and the training that goes with that and all that good stuff. Um, We have a lot of new things coming online this year. We're going to do a second phase of the forcible entry training, which will use more equipment and more tools so that firefighters can safely and efficiently get into a building. There is an alarm going off or a fire going off so that they're able to do that with the most least amount of damage and the most efficiency possible. And I want to make an observation right here. I am a fan of Elizabeth Stein since I met here. I know, Marty, you're, you. we're in the, the, the Stein fan club. <laughs> but I want to say, Laura, it must run into family that your family, your mother especially, yeah. and you want to help others in a tremendous way yes. because the activities that you do that I know of oh, yes. are all to help people and even animals too. So my hat's off to you as they are with all the firefighters. Oh, yes. It's here. a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time saying no, but that's okay. I have a hard time the, saying no. The better she okay. does, the more people want uh, yeah. want the help. And that's that's a credit to how good they are. Yeah. And we're fortunate, Marty, to have people that do want to help like Elizabeth and Laura right here. And and there are others in our city, other citizens that, that do things without pay and even without accolades and so forth but they are behind the scenes and they are so important as you know uh, and that's that's the, the the critical piece to this is that we wouldn't be here without uh work from elizabeth and laura and and that is a heartfelt genuine thing because it it cannot happen without uh the the people that care uh because it starts with understanding that there's a need and it starts with investing the time and and uh resources and uh, they've done that so we've grown and and i'll let laura tell you where we're at uh, now but i mean we started with nothing other than a concept and an idea and i think elizabeth probably thought i was a little bit crazy uh, when she first met me and then laura was probably on uh, not too far after that uh most people do they think i'm a little crazy and then all of a sudden uh it, it hopefully makes sense later on down the road but if it would not for them uh we wouldn't be here there's definitely a method to all of our madness. So it, it's it's paid off, which is the good news. One of the things I did want to talk about that we've just actually approved in our January Charitable Foundation meeting was the bullet plates in the arson investigators bulletproof vest. The city um, approved this vest and purchased the vest. However, 
they were needing um, a little bit more of an efficient plate that goes inside. So if you will hold this, actually. Hold this because I can't do that. Those of you, as you're driving around listening, we have an actual bulletproof vest. It is, yeah. is Laura going to try this on for you? Yeah. Is that, I don't know. Bill already did. Oh, okay. Bill already did. We took a picture. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard for people you to, hear the to understand that there are firefighters that are having to have this piece of equipment. Yes. And historically, there have been many arson investigator and or other firefighter that have been held up by guns, mm -hmm. been shot by guns. So oh, no. this is a, a great thing that the Charitable uh, Foundation has been able to purchase through the request, which mm -hmm. is how we we go through the process of getting things through requests, which Laura can, can speak to. But just before, you know, I'm going to give her back the mic, but not before I say we could not do it. For all of our listeners out there, we could not do it without you, without your donations, without your support, whether it's a decal on the back of your car, a $20 donation, a presenting sponsor. We we couldn't do what we have done without you. So Laura's going to explain this because I really can't. So. I'm going to explain it to the best of my ability. So this vest on itself with the city issued plates is called a level two vest. Um, and that is going to basically, yes, please. That would be great. That's basically going to um, stop most pistol rounds is what the level two vest does. What this plate does is makes this a complete system for a level three vest and it will stop pistols, rifles, any of those type of um, bullets that come their way, which make it for a police officer a little bit more safe and a little bit more efficient when they are in the field and dealing with an active shooter. So our foundation was very excited and very happy to be able to grant this request and we will be getting these in and they will be going to the arson investigators to make their vests from a level two to a level three, which is very exciting. Um, it's one of the largest purchases we've made and I mean, personally, I think one of the most important investments so, Laura, the vest that we're looking at, and if people tune into the YouTube channel, they can see it right there. About what is the cost of the vest as we see it here now? Estimate. Well, I don't want to lie to you because I did not purchase the vest. So I'm not sure about that piece. It's expensive, though. It's extremely expensive. Um, when we purchased all of these plates, it was a little over $100,000. Um, and that's two per person. And they do have a shelf life of five years. Um, once they're issued, they can only be worn for five years, and then they must be replaced. So, um, but I mean, it doesn't matter how much it costs when it's supposed to save your life. Saving lives. How many, how many sets, how many vests did that $100,000 represent? Uh, I'm not necessarily sure. It was, it was based on a movable number. So I'd have to double check on that. Well, those vests are so important. So as we have a, a, about nine minutes or so left, how can people help? I mean, in terms of donations, there are people out there and probably not just in Houston, Texas, but I think there are other people around the country that want to help. What can people do? Well, you know, I think uh, the best way to do uh, anything is to, number one, uh, go to the website, houstonsbravest.org, which is our 501c3, 501c3 Charitable Foundation website. It's got a lot of great information on it, and it also highlights uh, the next gala that we have, and I'll let Laura uh, get into that, and the calendars that we produce that we that we show and that we reveal at the gala, which is our biggest uh, fundraiser every single year, and it's sold out, and we're going to make this year even better than last year, even though last year was pretty amazing. And then the gala is, by the way, what? 
It's October. It's October right? the 5th of 2024, and it's at the Royal Sinesta. And Elizabeth is in charge of that and works very, very hard. And during that time period, I work for her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you said that kind of reluctantly. Uh, okay. Bill, I've learned very few things in this role. One thing is, is that there is one boss, and I am apparently not it, but it is Elizabeth. Me neither. Uh, so I do whatever it is that Elizabeth and uh, and Laura say. So uh, they do remarkable when it comes to the yeah. scale. It is something I have never experienced and uh, didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're Go good. Ahead. No, we're very excited about it. We're back at the Royal Sinesta, which is also very exciting. They're a great partner with us in getting it to be one of the best events. Um, it's also where we debut the calendar each year. So this year we'll be debuting the 2025 calendar. We still have 2024 calendars for sale, which, as Marty said, you can go to Houston'sBravest.org to purchase one. Um, and, you know, that's one of the main things we do. We also kind of focus on what equipment's been purchased the year before, what needs to be purchased in the coming year. Um, and we really couldn't do it without Elizabeth and our donors, truthfully, and our presenting sponsors are quite incredible. And so that's that's just a great evening to be able to honor everybody and kind of focus on what's, what's needed in the upcoming year. And it's it's going to be spectacular uh, when it comes to you know rolling out the needs uh, of what the foundation is is purchased, what we are going to be purchasing. But most importantly, like they both have said, it is the donors, it is the people that have uh, that have cared to to donate their hard earned money uh, to a great cause. And uh, we have raised over four million dollars mm -hmm. in six years. And I can tell you. Uh, the amount of work that has gone into it behind the scenes is a lot. So we would love to have anybody that has never been that's curious to go online uh, to fill out the form to contact us to come to the gala. It is a blast. Uh, I have every year uh, we have to kick people out because we have such a great time, uh, <laughs> which is what the core tenant of what uh, Elizabeth and I had, had spoken about after the first gala. We want people to truly enjoy and understand the mission. And if you can combine a great night with a great cause, uh, it's it's the recipe for a perfect night. Yeah. Just check on the website. It is Houston, Houston's bravest dot org. Right, Elizabeth? That's it. That's that is it. And a pause and some of that to say thank you to you, Bill. You've given thank us you, many yeah. a moment. Um, to come in and talk about this and, and made a lot of people aware and we do get calls back after the show runs and so we appreciate that but again to all of you out there um that have been supporters in small and large ways and we can't thank you enough and once that money comes in literally laura has to hit the ground running speaking to the different firefighters, the women, the men, and finding out what their needs are, vetting those needs, resourcing, pricing, ordering, delivering. So there's so much, as you said, that goes on behind the scenes. Once we have this wonderful event, um, okay. it, it takes a lot of people. Take so thank you all. It takes that village. Okay. And it's important to say right here, this show is brought to you by Matt Bryce and the Federal American Grill. Matt is a huge supporter of firefighters, yeah. all the first responders, and I know he would like to be here today. He's not, but he does tremendous work, and we are brought to you by them. So they are bringing forth this word as it goes out at the time of broadcast, but also as it goes out on the Internet. And we, 
We, we love Matt. We love Fatermaga <laughs> Grill. We, that's, that's our go-to spot. We so. see each other there. We see each other. <laughs> we're getting hungry. All the time. We're, we we should uh, do a show there one time. And there's more than one location, so we should mention that there as well. Are many locations. And by the way, it is, we've said it on this show before, the downtown location is set to open sometime in the in the first couple months of the year, they're working on it, probably going through all the fire codes and all yeah. the other things that you <laughs> that you need to do. But you know, when I look at the analytics on the online activity that we have on this show, Wow Factor, a side note, there's some people in Belgium listening to the show. Like two or three, just oh, saying but that. of all the places. Yeah, Belgium. So well, thank Matt and Federal Mark and Grill. We appreciate yes. it. And uh, we're always uh, a fans of, of going there. I think I eat there probably two, three times a week anyway. So, well, there you are. So, we have about three minutes left. Marty, a final thought. What else do you want people to know, whether they're right here in Houston, Texas, or anywhere else as they're listening? What should we know about what's going to happen again in 2024? We say a, a word of thanks and of hope for our mayor. We hope to have him on the show sometime soon. But in the meantime, what else should we know, Marty? Well, I just want to thank the citizens as well. I mean, every time we've needed something, they've stepped up. Regardless of the, the trials and tribulations we've been through uh, for seven years, it's a brighter day. And when I say hope uh, is not just a word, I believe that uh, hope through action is what uh, means everything to the men and women. And I think what we're yeah. going to see is that um, uh, hope is a reality and that that's going to turn into very positive changes. And we're going to rebuild uh, the greatest fire department in the world, uh, which is the Houston Fire Department. And so we couldn't do it without the support of the citizens, without the support of our donors, uh, without the support of our leaders. So thank you all very much for everything you do. And thank you for having us on. Uh, it means a lot to the men and women. Yeah, it's right. Thank you. Laura, anything you want to say before we go? No, just thank you to everybody. Thank you and, and Bill for being here today and for kind of highlighting us. It's important. And, you know, we love to be able to do more for our firefighters. And if that means getting the word out more, then, then that's great. Also, I want to say amazing lipstick and that you all have on to the YouTube. Thank you. One thing, too, just in closing, in addition to telling everyone thank you, we really uh, try very, very hard to be good stewards of all of your donations. And you have questions about what we're doing. You reach out to us because it is our goal. Our sole goal is to improve the ability of firefighters, women, men to do their job, which ultimately translates into better safety for you right. as our listeners. And so, yeah, come see us, reach out to us, join us on October 5th. It's going to be a party. It's going to be, be a big party. Houston'sBravest.org. On behalf of Marty Langton, president of Local 341, Elizabeth Stein and Laura Stein and the Wow Factor and Matt Bryce, we're going to come right back after this. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Thank you. What's your favorite subject? Food, drinks, restaurants, Houston happenings? Well, then tune in every Sunday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on 950 KPRC or streaming on KPRC on the iHeartRadio app. Wow Factor is brought to you by Matt Bryce, founder of Federal American Grill and hosted by Bill Knappick. Welcome back, everybody. It is Wow Factor, and guess who's back? Yes, Jenna Jackson. Jenna with PR Creative. Hey, Jenna, welcome back. Here we are winding down the show with even more information. Thank you, Bill. I'm so excited to be on today for a few minutes. Well, it's great to have you. And also to hear what's going on at the Federal American Grill, your role there. And it seems like there's always something to know about what's happening at the grill. What else is going on? Yeah, there is 
always something going on. There is so much going on right now. It's the start to a new year. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So guys and girls, if you have a major reservations, now is the time. Do not miss out. We're doing lunch and dinner, a special three-course menu that is amazing and delicious. I'll give you a little sample, Bill, of what's on this menu. There's so much more, but... There's mini crab cake, shrimp cocktail, two types of salad to choose from, a soup. The second course has got some incredible truffle stuffed chicken, braised short rib, a filet, or there's seafood, salmon, or a shellfish trio. And then the third course, my husband would say is my favorite, the choice of dessert, mini butter cake, or molten lava cake. Mm. So now I'm starving. Thank you very much. But... This menu is amazing. Lunch or dinner on the 14th of February. So all locations. Um, And, you know, we have four locations in the Houston area and about to have a fifth location, which I can talk about in a second. But that's very exciting. And then we also have a location in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is just amazing. So Valentine's is a big thing coming up right now. I saw somewhere in some real estate news, I believe it said that that the Phoenix, Scottsdale, that Arizona area is one of the fastest. I mean, Houston, we talk about the fast real estate growth and people coming here. But apparently yeah. Arizona also is a very is a place people are going to all the time. I mean, I would believe it. I feel like every time I'm out there at the restaurant, new amazing spots are popping up. There's gorgeous hotels, amazing homes. It's beautiful. I mean, you know, just driving through the landscape in the Scottsdale area, you can see why it's such a coveted area. So, yeah, that would not surprise me if it's growing like wildfire. And you mentioned the items on the menu in Valentine's Day. And I want to say two things about that. Number one, the crab cake. First of all, the Federal American Grill has a tremendous crab cake, and that's not easy to do here in Houston, Texas, for some reason. So the crab cake is a crowd pleaser. But as you described the dishes, and we think of the flavors when we hear about the items there, but I want to just remind people, not only is it tasting good, it looks great. When I'm sitting there, Jenna, at, at the restaurant at lunch in any given time, sure, I've ordered my, my meal and I'm eating it, but I watch all the meals that come out of the kitchen because they're so beautiful. I agree with you. I know. <laughs> I mean, one, one fun part of our job at PNR Creative Group is to get to take photos and videos right. of these amazing dishes and cocktails as they come out. I do have to sit down and make a reservation and eat every time I'm there because I'm starving after I see all these gorgeous <laughs> dishes passing me. <laughs> well, that's right. But this menu is amazing. Um, you know, I, it's it's going to be decorated beautifully, as always. It's a, a fun, hospitable, over-the-top environment. So I would say make your reservations now to get your spot at one of the four locations in Houston or the Scottsdale location. In fact, a lot of people travel back and forth between our two states. So that's a great thing. Yeah. And and of course, you were saying the new location that's going to happen here in Houston, Texas. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, that is very exciting and something that we are super focused on right now. So our downtown location is going to open in March. Um, we are putting the finishing touches on there over the next month. It is gorgeous. 
It's going to have multiple private rooms, amazing televisions for game day watching. We're going to have um, a downtown shuttle for guests of the Federal Grill to take you to events, to the Astros game, to the Rockets game, to a concert down there. So that's going to kind of be a fun little add-on. It's just going to be it's going to be a super beautiful, fun, you know, environment that same hospitality, over the top hospitality and amazing menu and drinks as the Federal Grill, but I think this one is it's got like a lawn space for the kids to come play while parents have a dinner and cocktail. It's just going to have some really cool amenities that make it special. Well, that sounds awesome. In fact, as, as I think about your role with the company, as you were with PR Creative working in a tremendous way for the Federal American Grill, I'm sure probably near the end of the year that you have laid out a plan as to how things are going to evolve down the road. So I think people can get excited about what they're going to hear on the show as far as the surprises and the evolution of this fantastic restaurant as it goes along here throughout 2024. Yes. I mean, we have a full 2024 calendar already in place. (laughs) So much stuff, so much stuff coming up, so many whiskey dinners, so many amazing holiday special menus, Um, you know, And then not to mention the calendar that's already built out. Matt Bryce is one of the most incredible entrepreneurs I've ever met. You know him well, Bill. Right. Something new will be coming up. We have some special announcements that are going to happen later in the year about even more locations possibly. So there's always something crazy fun and cool happening at the federal grill. Yeah. Hey Matt, how about lending me some of that energy that you have? <laughs> oh, no. this the man never <laughs> sleeps. I don't know when he sleeps. Well, exactly. And just a side note, as people that have been around him, he's always thinking. And the thing is he does have a tremendous, he's blessed with a tremendous amount of energy. And part of that I think too, is he works out and that is inspirational. But I'll, I'll say another thing, as we think about February, I may stop by on Super Bowl Sunday just to go to the federal. I think it's the 11th of February. Am I right? Is it the 11th? That's a great point. Yep. It's February 11th. We were just discussing today. We're going to do some specials that day. Um, you know, it's being, we wish it were here in Houston, but it's being played in Las Vegas this year, but everyone will be watching all of the federal grill locations have, you know, huge TV sets. They'll all be tuned into Super Bowl Sunday. So it'll be a great fun place to watch the game. I will definitely be stopping by because it will be fun. Mm -hmm. So having said that we have about two minutes left jenna let's remind people certainly of your website at pnr creative and then anything else that we we want to bring forth sure um our website is prcreativegroup.com more importantly the federal grill website for anything you need federal grill is thefederalgrill.com you can go on there and you know see all of our locations our special menus, what's coming up. Um, we have a really cool new feature. We just unveiled a new website, actually. And one of the new features is you can sign up to get emails for advance notice on all of our cool events that are coming up. We're going to have several whiskey and wine dinners that are very exclusive this year. Um, so, you know, go on and do that. Follow us on social media. 
we just have tons going on, but don't forget to make your Valentine's Day reservations because those will fill up quick. Exactly. And as people hear these words at the time of broadcast, it is the Valentine's Day countdown. It begins right now. Get on the website and enjoy the flavors, the atmosphere. And hey, it's a day about love, right, Jenna? It's all about love. We're going to love the food, the atmosphere, the company that we're with. I say let the love flow. That's right. (laughs) Where better to do that than the Federal Grill? Exactly. I say that like I'm an expert on love. I'm not. (laughs) I mean, Bill, that's a whole other show. Come on. Me neither. (laughs) That is. But we can strive. So let the love abound. Let the flavors flow right there at the Federal American Grill. Not just Valentine's Day, but any day. And, Jenna, it's so awesome to be a collaborator with you through these many years along these different routes and, and with the Federal American Grill. People are inspired. They could check you out at your website, and there are ways you could help other companies out there, but also reminding people of Matt's and the Federal American Grill, all the the associates there are so tuned in to first responders and those that help the city of Houston, the city of Scottsdale. I know that because we live in a very exciting city, to say the least, and the Federal American Grill is part of the community. It's not just a restaurant. It's an ever-evolving company providing great food, great atmosphere, but also evolving with the community and giving back all along the way. And not all businesses do that, but the Federal American Grill does, no doubt about it. Yeah, they are really passionate, you know, really authentic about that. Matt's brother is a police officer for more than two decades. He's very passionate about law enforcement, first responders, firefighters, and they really give back a lot in every community surrounding their restaurants. So we love that. We're very grateful to those guys out there on the front lines. No doubt about it. And thank you all for listening. This is Wow Factor today with Jenna Jackson. I am the host, Bill Nampick. We're here. Go to Wow Factor, the YouTube channel. That way you can see the show as well. In addition, the podcast, you can download it as Wow Factor, or you could also go to Radio Bill. There are different entities, Spotify, Apple, and those things. But Radio Bill, Wow Factor, you can check out, download the show, but you can also go to either YouTube channel. And we wish you all the best. Until next week, thank you so much, Jenna Jackson. And we'll see you all again next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill.